Welcome back, everybody. We're in the stew today, and we got uh, some more sports talk uh, for you guys. It's going to be the second episode, and today we have a special guest. Uh, Austin Lum is here with us today. We're going to be talking a lot about the new upcoming national championship uh, between LSU and Clemson, the Tiger Bowl, and then we'll probably get into a little bit of NFL, especially the recent playoff games and the upcoming Super Bowl and maybe some uh, NBA talk, but... uh, Austin, how you doing today? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? And then we also have <clears throat> Pierce on a, a another mic if he wants to pitch in whenever. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about what they're talking about, but I'm just here to help facilitate the conversation and not hear Gavin like scream a, about like a good LSU for three hours. This is not have, uh, no, steer us in the right direction. No, not I've done that. No, I don't do that. Okay. <clears throat> so Oh my god. Stop, bro. <laughs> We're watching the Texas Stop, game and the Chiefs on. in the background, and it's getting a little intense. So if you hear us make any any weird noises, we'll explain what's going on and why we just had that reaction. <laughs> Dude, but we're gonna try our best to limit it. I'm just blown away. I, know, I did bro. not expect an Texas, Andy Reid led team to so be Texans so are uncoached up. going in after a bye. It blows my mind. Andy Reid after a bye historically is like he's and nuts. He, I heard he's really good after a bye, like almost like 16 and one. Actually, or? he's absolutely insane. But to follow that up, he's also like sub five hundred when it comes to playoff. But like, it, and so if we could talk about this game that's currently going on, it there's been two special teams mistakes. Yeah, and there's that's been typically, a blocked punt for uh-huh. a return, and then they just muffed a punt, which is typically a direct reflection of like bad coaching. But that's not the but, case. But he just muffed the punt, right? So I know Andy Reid can't go catch it for him, yeah. but the blocked punt that definitely is you know just a bad that's coaching. It could I be mean, a bad spot of a blocker. Or, yeah, and then you also have the. Kenny Stills touchdown. I think it was like 56 yards or something. Blown Complete coverage. Bl- completely blown coverage. It's coaching. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, I mean, you got to also think about it could be a DB that yeah. blew his – I mean, so he, that's true. he blew his coverage or he he, he didn't run the right so – whatever. I was, I was reading an article. Uh, I think Tyron Matthews, who they actually interviewed. And he – um. so the, initially the beginning of the year – or last year, let's go to that. Last year they were terrible. Like, if they even had an average defense, Super Bowl, you could have locked it up for sure. But – they didn't. It was absolutely terrible. So they went this season, got a new defensive coordinator. I think his name's like Spagnolia, I believe is how you pronounce it. I'm not. Who is this for? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah, this is just a follow-up last year because they were so bad. So they got a new defensive coordinator. Bad was one play. D Ford going offsides. Yeah, yeah. So that's to to Tom, Tom Brady's whole career getting lucky. Uh, that's another conversation. Yep. Wow. Um, hey, I'm wow. down, down for those takes. And then, um, I'm down. And then, okay. so the first probably half, I think it was like after week 10, I saw some stats. The so Tyron Matthews said initially at like training camp and stuff, they were just all out of place. No one knew what was going on because it was sort of a complex defense. They weren't using him as like a hybrid player, you know, sort of a safety that can roam and as well as someone who can come in the box and tackle. Sure. But I think week 10, begin this season, I'm sorry, they were averaging – or the defense was allowing like 30 points a game. This is the Chiefs this year? Yeah, this year. Okay. So 30 points a game is terrible, How you, you know. But after week 10 or starting week 10, one or the other – I think since then in the regular season they averaged like are they only allowed like eleven points a game? I heard at the end of the year they like the last like six games they were the best defense or some shit. Like Absolutely, that. yeah. So they only allowed like I said they averaged like a, uh, allowed like and eleven then, points. A the, game. And then Patty Mahomes was heating up. And yeah. Then now this is ha- I, well. I, I mean, think he should be scoring if he gets the ball. But yeah. So Houston up three possessions blows me away. I don't know. I'm a big I'm a big Patty fan. I think he's uh, remaining in the playoffs. I'm not saying it. It's close because Russell Wilson is also amazing he literally is 
the Seattle Seahawks. He's their quarterback. He led the team in rushing last week, and he he's not utilized. I mean, Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah, and he's not utilized like Lamar Jackson. You know, some quarterbacks you can say, oh, Speaking I get that. Of, Lamar Jackson had a stat line last night. It was Isn't like three fifty four passing, one hundred and eighty rushing, or something like that. I think. Yeah, yeah. So is uh, Mike Verbrill for the Titans, their head coach. He's a product of Bill Belichick, but. I think half the NFL is a product of Bill Belichick. It's crazy. Bill O'Brien, he's from – I mean, it, it, uh, Bill Matt looks. Patricia, he's from the Patriots, uh, Bill Belichick tree. He's done terrible. I don't think he has double-digit wins in two seasons combined since he's been there. And he replaced someone with nine wins. I don't get it. It's just the title of being coached by mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. It's crazy. Uh, Joe Judge is a special teams coach. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. Patriots have well, had – Well, he was the special teams and wide receiver coach or yeah, DB I, coach or something No, you're like right. That? It was wide receiver, okay. but – I think that was like for a short term, like maybe one year, and he got a head coach, a head coach yeah, position, which is, I get it. Uh, I think Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, I think started out. As he was a, a special teams coach, so I get it, right? But I'm sure he he had steps. I'm I guarantee. I don't know for a fact, but if I had to guess, he didn't go from a special teams to a head coach. Well, uh, Stephen A. went on air and he was talking about uh, how, like the the black coach thing, black coaches were getting overlooked and stuff like that. Yeah, so because I mean that that actually goes back to the Matt Patricia thing I said. How he has, I don't think he has nine wins in the last two seasons combined, and the coach he took's position was black, and mm-hmm. he had nine wins the season they they kicked him off. So See, I don't just, know much about the head coaching. <clears throat> like, I don't know if there's a racial differential or whatever, mm-hmm. but I I just remember seeing on Twitter like Stephen A. saying. Like mentioning, like he's like, oh, this is just a prime example of, <laughs> of this uh, qualified, yeah, African American coaches getting overlooked. I, th- in I think it was Chris Canty or Marcus Spears. Canty, or- I've heard of that. Marcus Spears. Oh, you're talking about analysts. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm saying that because you're talking about Stephen A. Uh, I saw another thing they're bringing up. You have people coming from college, like Lincoln Riley was such a sought after prospect. A lot of people connected him with Dallas as well as Urban Meyer. Yep. Uh, Matt Rule is that his name? Matt from, Rule from, from, from Baylor. Baylor. He just got an absurd contract. So like it's it was five years, sixty million dollars. Was it? It was five, five years, years, sixty million dollars. It's, it's guaranteed, right? It's, I mean, I I don't I'm not sure about that. I just know the numbers. That's an assumption because most head coaches contract five years, sixty million dollars is a player salary. Like that's an like people are saying like that's bananas money yeah, for a coach, especially for someone who's never been in the NFL. Well, I think he was in the NFL. He but, came from. Um, um, he was under uh, Tom Coughlin okay. in New York. Yeah, yeah. Went to Baylor, went one and eleven, <laughs> and went like seven and six, uh-huh. and then and then eleven and three. That's, oh, it was eleven and one, but it's crazy. I don't. I mean, obviously, these people know more than me, but it, it blows my mind with the people they choose. Uh, for instance, the Cardinals. Uh, what's his name? He he got offered a job at USC, right? Are you talking about their Cardinals head coach right now? Yeah, he was at Texas Tech. He was at Texas Tech. And he couldn't even he couldn't even win there. He I think he was stuff five hundred. He was not great. He had Patrick Mahomes and couldn't do anything with him. What, that's insane, right? And then so I think he got offered a job oh, at dang, USC, and then in the middle, like right before he went there, he said, "Uh, actually, I'm gonna go coach in the NFL." Like he does straight. Yeah. I can't remember cut his him name. Off. I can't remember his it's name. The Cardinals' current head coach, Arizona yeah. Cardinals' current. Which, from what I've been hearing, the Arizona Cardinals for a rookie quarterback and stuff like aren't the worst. Like no. they were. Cliff, uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Thank you. Yes, Cliff yeah. Kingsbury. He, I, I just no. He, like, he was really an average coach season. in college, and then he got an NFL coaching yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. So four-year contract. Four-year contract. Yeah. Do you sure know the don't. numbers on it? Nope, I can look though. Okay. And then not just to go straight to the NFL. USC's a pretty, 
You know what I mean? When yeah. it comes to college standards, they're up there for sure. They're one Who, of USC. Yeah. Well, they were. Well, I'm saying as an organization, right? Yeah. So like, that's where Ed Orgeron came from. I mean, think about. I mean, that's where Pete Carroll went. That's yeah. where Pete Carroll was. And a lot that's of good players that come from there. Who? Uh, they have a good history. Matt Leiner? Did he? Yeah. Go there? He was there with, wasn't he the quarterback? He was with the, yeah. Reggie Bush and all that yeah. back in the I day. I believe so. I, I could definitely be wrong, but I, no. No, no, I don't, I don't see anything about the contract. Oh, okay. No, not no. What you were saying? Ah, I got you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so, yeah. Okay. Couple question. Upsets. Changing, changing pace. About an us upset. What do you attribute the uh, the Ravens upset to? Oh, Mike Vrabel. Like, and I don't want to take. Yeah, I don't want to take and it away from the players. Who is that? So people don't know. It's He's the, the head Titans coach. Head coach. Yeah, that's what I mentioned earlier. He's the head coach of the Titans. He he outcoached Bill Belichick the week prior, which mm-hmm. is absolutely insane to do. Um, just to be mentioned in the same breath with Bill Belichick, you know, is like he's probably the greatest coach of all time. He's right. he's, the, he, he, he's top he's two, down. and he, he ain't number two. Well, he he's the he. <laughs> it, I think the. Oh my God. Okay, sorry. Uh, I think the. Got smashed. I think that the Patriots dynasty the last twenty years is the greatest dynasty in sports history. And I don't think it can be duplicated. I and genuinely don't. People think can it say Showtime Lakers, the Spurs, the. Uh, Boston Celtics, like the I but, think Manchester United way back in the day when they had like so basketball a bunch of people, but is known like for the, dynasties like that, right? But they did they, like NFL? it was the first time since 2009 this year that they played in a wild card game. Since yeah. 2009, they they didn't have a first round bye, which is like it's it, insane. Of. Like there's so many things that you link to them and say, oh, it's unheard of. You're, yeah, and it all started with the, with I mean Belichick. Yeah, he's one of the he's. Gotta be one of the best coaches of all time. I mean, in prior to history. the Patriots job, I mean, I don't in think that he same was breath, amazing without Tom Brady. Um, before Tom Brady, excuse me, but he was, I think, the defensive coordinator of the Giants. Granted, and they were one of the best. Uh, granted, he had Lawrence I thought he Taylor. Was the Jets? No, it was the Giants because he had Lawrence Taylor. So a lot of people will attribute how well his defense was because he had probably the most dominant defensive player of all time, and Lawrence Taylor probably doing. Um, some I thought he was on the Redskins. Lawrence Taylor? No. So why you think that is because of the the blind side actually. Lawrence Taylor broke the quarterback's leg and it was against the Redskins. That's why you probably think that. Maybe. Yeah, but he was on the uh he was definitely on the Giants. And I know that he coached for the Browns at one point. Mm-hmm. Belichick yeah. did. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. He didn't he wasn't too hot before Tom He took Brady a while, I mean you know, learned. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, if your breath is in the same like best coaching job with Phil Jackson and Greg Popovich and yeah, regardless of sport. In the greatest dynasties, well, look at who's number one: the nineteen nineteen Yankees. Yeah, the Boomers probably like, made that list. If we're being yeah, honest. come on, okay, Boomers, dude. Look at their hit. Like I said, the last twenty years, they've they've almost had the NFL on strings. I think I'm not even that big of an NFL guy, but like some it's, years, yeah, they slipped up, but and some years they've gotten lucky. I mm-hmm. can say, but like. Who who doesn't that? It, yeah. Has okay. To be. Okay. The wait, Warriors. So the you Warriors. Say Tom Brady is is lucky. So I can back him. I no no. I'm yeah. Cu- I'm just I'm curious. <laughs> I'm, as I'm to willing to go there. So you have the D Ford thing. So if explain that. So first off, let's let's start from the beginning. Actually, you have the Tuck roll. What are you kidding me? They they yeah. saved him in the Super Bowl there, and uh, I think it was the AFC Championship game against the Raiders. That's very snowy game. That's probably how most people would remember. This is a while back. Yeah, huh? very long. This is like 2000. This is right after. I believe, or right before, excuse me, Vinat- I don't know the timetable that well, but I think it was right before that Vinatieri saved him in a Super yeah, Bowl with Vinatieri. a field goal against the Showtime, uh, greatest show on turf is what they were called, the and Rams. Then, and that's they what had, the snow was like, 
it was blizzard it, conditions. Yes. Like, and he made a field goal from I don't even know how far out, but so like that it was, was unheard of. So that was against the Raiders. It was the same uh-huh. game as the Tuck Rule, I believe. He Adam Vinatieri saved Tom Brady probably two or three games. And I think then, he has. Um, he won the Super Bowl for him like once or twice. Yeah, and then so I think he won it against like I said the Showtime. Uh, I'm sorry, the Greatest Show on Turf Rams when they had like it was insane. Kurt Warner. Uh, as I Bruce, Tory Holt were the receivers. So you have two Hall of Fame receivers. I know that. Marshall name. Falk as running back. Let's go, Marshall Falk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolute stud. So that that was there's a lot of things. And then you have the D Ford. He lined up offsides as Tom Brady threw oh. an interception. Yeah. Go figure, right? Throw an interception. They bail him out. Um and then he was lined up offsides for like a yard. Like, use your brain. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. line up offsides. The, the, the Julian the Edelman Chiefs, catch. Do you know the, what I'm talking about? The Julian about? Edelman catch where he caught Falcons. it. Like, what? what? Didn't he? Like, it was like a circus catch. Yeah, like, so I think there were two defenders uh, against a very short Tom um, Julian Edelman. He's white, so he can't jump high either. And Tom Brady thought, yeah. you know what we're going to do? We're going to throw it to him anyway. And honest to God, terrible play by the defense but as far as the offense it was very very impressive because he was super like focused you know what i mean it wasn't necessarily just a looking one-handed. on julian edelman like he that just shows how good he is but like how he was like tom brady so yeah. may not might not yeah, have him getting arrested last night too by the way let's go julian <laughs> he was there's arrested. a pattern of just reckless he was reckless bail- he's been bailed out brady. a bunch yeah he, where he's getting saved by bailed out definitely didn't he i can't remember what year he sat out they still went like 12 and 3 or 12 and 4. So, I mean, that's coaching right oh, there. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he broke his leg, I think, is what it was. They went undefeated with Jimmy G, I think, when he well, sat out for four games or something. So, Jimmy like G that. started, I think, two games and went undefeated. And then. Nick Brissett. J- no, Jacoby. not Nick Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Nick Brissett's yeah. the running the back. Started for the, the Colts. He, uh, I think he took over and maybe won one of the two and split it. So, I think they started the season off like 3 and 1, and Tom Brady wasn't even playing, you know? Now, with all that being said, Tom Brady has had some of the most historic seasons. And he throws checkdowns. Yeah, checkdown God. Unless a checkdown is just a pass like Randy Moss two yards down the field that he's wide open in space and he gets yards after catch. Yeah, unless you have like someone like Randy Moss, uh, who I say the second greatest receiver of all time. Who's the first? Oh, it's Jerry Rice. Have you seen his stats? (laughs) Let us know. Hey, Luke, if when you get a moment, man, can you pull up Jerry Rice comparisons to literally any other receiver ever? It's it's unfathomable how far he is from everyone. Catches, yards, touchdowns. If there's a stat, he's got it. Like, it's crazy. Okay, wait. So, where do you rank Tom Brady, like, all-time best quarterbacks? Top 100. Where does he fall Top that list? 100 is a very big so, list. I know, but it's he's, also, like, I want to hear the specific. So, he's definitely not the most talented. Uh, I don't most also talented think he is. is and Might I don't be. think any, even the, the Brady stands, I don't think they would even say that. Um, is it Rodgers or Manning? No, no, not Manning. I think it's Rodgers or Marino. For sure. Now the knock on Marino is he never won the Super Bowl, man. Like that that's what the knock on him is. And uh You don't give it to Manning? No, as far as talent. Yeah, as far as Peyton talent, Manning is very good. I think Peyton but Manning's better. I think Rodgers has better playmaking in I, my ability. I think Peyton my, Manning's better than both Aaron Rodgers and Dan Marino. You got some stats more, for us, Luke? More talented. Okay, hold on. Well before we do the stats, so top one hundred, where do you place Tom Brady? So when you when you win six with all the hate That's I've been giving so him, and I hate doing this because I have a friend who's a Patriots Let's fan. Go Matt. Yeah, and I and I love <laughs> dogging on him. When you win six rings, how do you not give it to the guy? You know, because Bill Belichick can only do so much. He, yeah. yeah, he might ride through game plans, but Tom Brady's there with him. I, you have to give Tom Brady number one only because he has six rings. 
You, you do. As much as lucky as lucky as he is. Wait, wait, hold on. No, because then you that can translate to basketball, one. and then that can also that can that can like blemish your thought on who's the greatest in basketball. Which I don't think. I don't think rings define you as no. a as a as a player. I don't. So rings don't define you one hundred percent. Stats don't define you one hundred percent at all. Stats, but I mean numbers. So, hey, women did lie. Did you say that you give Tom Brady number one? Over, so who would you put over? Him? Women lie, men lie, numbers don't. I don't know that I would put. I, I'd give him top five. So I think I think I could give him top five. And I've heard that one. he's not even the top. He's he may be in the top three in the last ten years. The last ten? Well, so that's. I mean, I say he's been declining. Man. He hasn't. He's been. Insane. He can he can throw like a son of a gun, but I think like look what Deshaun Watson's doing now, just a rollout gets a third and one because he ran it for a first down. Whereas, also his O line has been insane. I think in the every last year, couple year of years. in and year out, they're not they'll get some scrubs, and I'm not sure who the Patriots uh, offensive line coach is, but he makes the most of them. It it's very impressive what he does with that group. Now this year is an exception. This year, top to bottom on the offensive side, they were bad. They yeah. were very bad. He didn't have a safety blanket like Gronk, you know, who is not the greatest, but the most dominant. I compare Gronk to Shaq a lot. Gronk so, was super good. So just pure dominant. Uh, there now the only difference is Shaq didn't play a lot because he got fat. Gronk didn't play a lot because he got injured every other game. That's where they they vary. But Shaq was unguardable though. So was Gronk. That's fair. When you're faster <laughs> than any linebacker and That's stronger than any safety or. Or corner, like it's it's not fair. I think he's the most dominant. Uh, I think Tony Gonzalez has enough stats and pl- the longevity behind him yeah. sets him apart. Um, but as far as talent, skill, what he could do, what he could offer to a team, Gronk's like he's up there, man. And okay. uh, you know, so they the the Patriots were upset in Foxborough by the Titans. The Titans also went into Baltimore and upset the Ravens last night. And which is Bizarre. that's two upsets on a wild card team that shouldn't have got in. Okay, at this point you can't say upsets. They're upsets. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, games on from this, it can't be called an upset. So when well, you're the six seed and you and you take down the three seed and the one seed, those are upsets. I no, think, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying any game from this point on where the Titans come out on top, it can no longer be called an upset. They've already like their track record is proven. well, like okay, this so isn't a fluke anymore. Like I don't. How have they gone under the radar? So the Titans, I've yet to see they shouldn't have made them. the playoffs. Right, if it's because shouldn't. the first, I don't know the exact week, maybe week six. Is this that blown coverage? Yeah, look. Uh, yeah, that's the Kenny Stills fifty-six yard complete blown coverage, terrible. But um, so I'm sorry. I got, sorry, we keep talking about the game yeah, on the yeah. TV. This is a mistake. We're changing this. Thing <laughs> <on>. <laughs> okay. No, uh, so I think it was like six weeks in or something. I'm not sure the exact week, but they had Josh Rosen. Who was their starter quarterback? He started. They traded for him this year. They got him. This was the Titans. Year. I thought Josh Rosen was on the. Do- oh, so he got drafted by the Cardinals last year. Was doo doo water. Yeah, he's bad. Uh, Cardinals locked in the number one pick. So that shows how bad he is. Um, they that's when they drafted Kyler Murray. They traded Josh Rosen to my wait what? No, no, no. They traded him to t- uh, Tennessee, and then Tennessee. Tennessee traded him to Miami, right? Or, or vice versa. I'm. I'm I just Tannehill keep, I came from. Myself, Tannehill came from Miami. Okay, yeah. but regardless. Yeah, so regardless, they had some... No, I'm an idiot. Marcus Mariota was a starter, not... Yeah. Rosen was a starter for the Miami, and then Ryan Tannehill. Complete wrong Ryan, but shout out to the two Ryans, because they both took down New England in back-to-back home games. Uh, we're all stands of anyone who beats the Patriots. So that's what I'm confused we about. Stand. Ryan Tannehill, that's what it is. So they, they got Ryan Tannehill, say, halfway through this season, 
and Mike Vabrell has done an excellent job. You have a lot of teams who draft these running backs high in an age where I would say four years ago people were trying to make running backs obsolete. But you have a lot of teams that will get these running backs and say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to commit to the run. We're going to run. We're going to run. We're going to run. And we're going to beat you old school football. The Cowboys, they just paid Zeke an abundance of money. Yeah. What do they do? Don't give him the ball that much. Don't That's win their division. Coaching. Don't make the playoff. Well, coaching. they're not the only one. The, so the Pan- the Panthers did it. They gave Christian McCaffrey the ball like a ridiculous amount. I don't think Saquon Barkley touched the ball that much. He um, was hurt a lot, but I also saw that he didn't get the ball a lot. So, yeah. So when you have a young run- running back, uh, David Johnson, he's pooped the bed. So you Man, can't, didn't you he can't have a breakout year and then he just fell so off the side of So he had a breakout year. Shout out for that year. He won me my fantasy league. Uh, then the year <laughs> after that, he got injured. I think a broken hand or something along that line, and he's since that one breakout year, nothing. He's Where done is nothing. he? He's with the Cardinals. That's what I'm saying. When you have a young quarterback uh, like Kyler Murray, and you don't, and you have a running back that you've invested in, you run the ball. Yeah. Look at the Ravens. That's that's another reason. Um, and I'm not saying Lamar can't throw the ball. He might have the ugliest ball in the world. As far, it looks like a it looks like an injured duck in the air. It looks it's so it's disgusting, but. He's not the worst. He's got a cannon. He can throw it far, and he's 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 accurate. That's all there is to it. You know, he's not he's not terrible at throwing the ball. But what are the Ravens best at? Running the football. And mm. when the Titans read get, option, yeah. So when the Titans can't get, run a read option without a good running back. Well, they have Mark Ingram. I mean, he did have. That's a, what I'm saying. It's yeah, like yeah, they run exactly. the read option great because they have a exactly. threat in Mark Ingram. Exactly. So the only downfall is to being a run first team like that is if you get behind. You better hope for some huge plays because if you don't get them, hey, where are we at right now? What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vider. Oh goodness gracious. No. So if you get behind, run it. And the other team has a good running back like the Titans. Plays. But the Titans played amazing all three aspects of the game. Like Coaching, it was like watching offense, defense, special teams. Felt like you were watching someone play Madden. Dude, it was insane. I was like, it's like a chess match. It really, man. really. I know that analogy is thrown out there a lot, but. It was, and Mike Vrabel just and, and, and he he outcoached all. Now the players did awesome as well. Uh, Derrick Henry, he's like I'm not sure for any of the cash. Okay, I know what he is. He's he's six three two forty seven and runs a four five. Yeah, so he runs let's, a four five. So imagine, okay, a refrigerator. Now we can kind of okay. The dude's absolutely absurd. A fast so, refrigerator. Yeah, he's six three two forty seven. LeBron is six eight. I think right now it's like 240 in the area. At one point, it's like 260. To yeah, dude, I, that's absolutely terrifying of a human being, being that size and that athletic and, so, and just being able to dominate in a single position. But I love that trend in the NFL right now where athleticism is starting to be treasured more and more. You have these monsters of men that are being picked up and like recognized. So I think for a while, like go, go back eight years ago, you're looking at way more like specified athleticism, like really fast guys mm-hmm, or like yeah. really good. But now you're just looking at monster athletes. That's like Taysom Hill. So everyone's fast in today's age. And I'm sure that's right. where you're going. That's what you're saying that's in a like, nutshell. But now everyone's like, fast. Now you're looking for the, the six, three, 237 guys that are just as fast as someone that's like uh, six foot flat. Like just eight years ago, these six foot flat, uh, two hundred twelve pound guys that are running four fives are like valued, but now like there's a thousand of them. I mean, you gotta look like look at this. If you're using pure athleticism to an advantage, Taysom Hill has got to be up there in the conversation where he is a purebred athlete and he plays running back, quarterback, punt returner. Mm-hmm, yeah, like he like he plays. He's a utility player, and so like it's like so, why aren't people doing well, like that your much podcast. more? 
Huh? A lot like your podcast. Don't know a great about one thing, but we know a little. About I know a, a little lot. about a lot. So Taysom Hill. That's what I is. I came with that by myself. He's so all right. I'm trademarking at that. Everything he does. I'm trademarking that. Yeah. Is that a thing, Luke? Trademark. Can yeah, I trademark that? Can I get a thumbs up. Let's Good go. Luck. <laughs> trademarking it. It's. I, I'm just. I think every sport goes through that shift though, where at first you have very technical players that are. Uh, I'm mean, not not at first. Football's around for been around for a while. I guess like the popularity increases, but you still have like that technical side of of specified talented players, and then it just mashes into just monster athletes, and everyone like the playing field gets leveled as far as looks goes and athleticism goes. So yeah, I, like uh, basketball went through it for for I've probably what? six years, where like the players start to look more and more the same. You don't have your freak, crazy freaky mm-hmm. positionless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And no, now LeBron six eight playing a point guard right now. And football is the one sport he is you can be a, a true point guard right now and make it to the pros. Who? You, uh, football. Oh. That's the one sport you can be a freak athlete and make it to the pros. Basketball? No, you can't do it. You have to be no. coordinated. Baseball? Absolutely. We've talked. Not. Oh man, I've had this conversation with Baseball in absurd. depth. <laughs> yeah. Who, who's the most athletic? Um, sports players. I know what you're going to say. I always say, yeah, I, I think a majority say. of the people would agree with me, but I would like oh. to hear what Pierce has. I, I typically say across the board, it's going to be football, but all these other sports have like a massive technical advantage where a football player can't jump in and go like perform Dude, super well in the major like, leagues. Uh, baseball players can play this Mookie and that. I saw Mookie, Mookie Betts is insane. Yeah, he is. Listen, 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 listen. But the problem is, again, I think it's hard for a football player to go like jump into basketball or baseball, but I think it's almost near impossible for a baseball player to hop into the NFL and do like like well, they're not they're just not there in the the physique. I don't know the man. raw speed. Really? Look at okay, what, what you've you, seen. What do you my trout. Uh, okay, have you seen the rest of Aaron Judge? Uh, have you seen the rest of MLB? <laughs> huh? So it's like well, there's th- you, can, you can name hard. like twenty like so standout players where you could be like oh they could go, but I could name I mean not. I say that I'm not gonna make that claim. I think you could proportionally name more people from the NFL that could go into the, go into baseball. No, I, don't I, think so. I, I couldn't really. I, I don't think so. All so, right. So who do you attribute as the most? Because athletic? you don't understand in hitting world, a baseball, hitting a baseball is statistically the hardest thing to do in sports. So there was, right, but but also like shooting a three, like you a baseball players, that. and you can practice hitting a, a baseball. Pe- uh, it, when you were bored, you no, don't no, go no, outside no. and you hit a baseball. Okay, I you played I played base I played baseball and I played football and I've I not basketball ever, but like. I know that how hard it is to hit a baseball. I'm not like taking yeah. that away. It's it's nearly impossible, especially when you're in the major leagues. Like I can't even imagine doing that. But again, that's muscle memory. That's playing since you're a kid, so just building that over and over and over. If I had to give you my list of the top quarterbacks over, the, let's say the last five years, I would give you Patrick Mahomes. I know he's only been in two. He's up there. Up there. Russell For Wilson, sure. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. I'm pretty sure two of the four people we just listed were drafted. Colin Kaepernick. I think he was drafted to the MLB. But they chose football. Who who was all? I mean, yeah, you got Patrick Mahomes, um, got a Kyler uh, Murray. Kyler he, Murray. He just so obviously the money in baseball. If you're cream of the crop, is <laughs> bananas. Bananas compared okay. to the NFL. But it's so much harder to get to the top. People like Kyler Murray are saying, "No, I'd rather go to the NFL, secure the bag." You know, honestly, and it's just it's just easier. But you have the to NFL be a standout a, stud. The NFL has a bigger that. player pool to begin with, though. Your teams are bigger than the NFL than they are MLB, obviously. But you also have three different levels the of... The cap space. But you have three different levels yeah. of teams. You have you have AAA, AA, you have all well, these I mean, minor okay, league teams so that go just, under one team. Just looking at what we're looking at right now, just with the Texans, every single person that's padded and on the field, that makes up like, I'd, I'd say like two or three full 
MLB teams. That's including your like rotation players and your your practice players. Pitchers. So yeah, like there's that's, like a, there's like I'm, 10, I'm saying 15. I'm saying that there are way more spots in the NFL to be filled because every single person on this field in 20 years is going to be replaced with a new person. Are you like, talking about in the NFL or are you okay, talking in, about in, under NFL, a listen, professional listen, organization? Listen. NFL. I think NFL as a professional sport is easier. Not not athleticism. I'm saying like legitimate, like. I'm trying to think of what's the word. Vacancy of positions. Yeah. The NFL obviously has more because there's more people involved on the team, player-wise. That's back to what I said. Also, it's the only sport you can be a freak athlete and make it. That's it. Okay. So, it's not fair to say that, like, oh, it's harder to make it in baseball. Of course it's harder to make it in baseball. There's not as many spots. It's also – You have more, you your have more life opportunities to make it in baseball. Is longer, in, in my opinion. It's positional, of course. You have more opportunities to make it in baseball by a mile. Well, I thought that contradicts what you just said. It, you do. So you I'm have three, about the, you have like two pros. to three different smaller. You have two to three. Yeah, if we're talking I'm about talking pros, I'm talking cream of the crop, top level, top NFL, level. Okay, that's no. different. That's way different. easier to make that's, the NFL. Yes, that's different. Okay, and I'm I agree with that. Okay. but I'm saying that that has to do with the fact that there's more spot, spots in the NFL for you to make it into I, top top level. So I get what you're saying, and I agree. The obviously, teams are obviously bigger. They have 53 man rosters, and then they have a practice squad as well. Exactly, practice squad as well. With baseball, you have the people on the field, and maybe a practice team. But I think baseball is just that. Much harder. I think baseball is harder. That I, I think it's technically harder. So I think, I think the technical, sk- like the fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, okay. So I've made this analogy. Like instrumentally, I'm a musician. Piano is is technically difficult, but most musicians can make it on drums because that's rhythm based. Yeah, and all mm-hmm. musicians have a pretty good sense of rhythm. So like football is just pure. Oh. What's up? No, pure. Football, since in my opinion, seems to be pure like pure athleticism and strength and speed and stuff like that. And there's a whole, not a whole lot of technical skills Tom that Brady. you have to pick up. Well, un- ex- except your skill positions like quarterback. So, so like, I, I, you can't grab a lineman is, and tell him to be a quarterback. A skill no, no. I wasn't going to call him out. I wasn't going to be that guy. I but think skill positions are running backs, receivers. What is that attributed to? What do you mean? This, my point athleticism. Is this, my, my point is this. You said that you couldn't get into baseball and, and hit a – 95 mile per hour fastball like most people can't right well it's and and the reason that you can is because you play that sport most of your life you you work your way up and to be able to hitting 95 mile per hour baseball yeah. you're not grabbing a kid from little league down the road and telling him to go like bat up against a pitcher like that's not happening you're not gonna he's not gonna hit a ball he's not gonna hit a slider a 75 mile per hour slider right like it's too fast they're not used to it you you work up to that point and then you're able to do that that's a technical skill that is something that you specifically spend most of your life learning and doing. Like to be an efficient batter, like a really good batter in the MLB, like that's a skill. But in football, like y'all said, is almost positional. Most most of the spots on the field are almost positionless. Like I, you can get an offensive lineman and put him as a defensive lineman pretty efficiently. No, no, I, I disagree. I think you can get a lineman. Builds. There's a lot of things in their body builds that you, you spend can't a, do. you spend a summer changing their physique and like D lineman, D lineman are more athletic. Absolutely. Okay. Without a doubt. But it's also and not. They're quicker. It's not as technical. They're tech. Yes, they're they are. Very, there's very few things. No. They're more technical than all. A freak men. athlete can do the job. Can do that job, right? Well, they, that you're saying freak athletes. You're talking about a freak cream in any of the sport. Crop. No, a freak like, athlete in any sport can get on get on the D line if they're built like if they're built for it. They spend two years building themselves up to be like well, built like now a D line. You're saying, no. Now you're saying you're, you're now okay, dedicating. You now uh, you're saying you're dedicating facts. time to it. Yeah. So there's facts. There's actually facts to it. There's been Olympians. Uh, I can't think of his name. There was an Olympian who tried to claim for the draft to be a defensive lineman. So it's a perfect analogy. He, sh- he pooped the bed. He was no one. He was not good. And then you have some people who, who are. But 
I'm, all I'm saying is that the technical skills of baseball make it nearly impossible for you, for you to get in yeah. and be like a crazy freaking yes. batter because yes. that's a technical thing that you have to build up over years and years. 100% right? agree. But there's so many things in football that are just built off of like raw athleticism, yes, like your speed, I think. your explosive speed, your agility, your strength, like all that kind of things. Um, and you already said that there are a lot of, a lot of things feel positionless. Yeah. Like basketball. Basketball is I think, very I think positionless. Football, I think football in some aspects of it, like – Maybe in a pool of four or five positions on the field, you can be, I, you can be rotated between because they, they feel similar. Cornerbacks, cornerbacks and safeties and, can be receivers. Yeah, and then okay. it can sometimes be vice versa. So I'm just saying football has drastically less technical skills that are like nearly impossible for you to pick up oh, without years of playing than baseball does. Football is easier to get into, and it's more about just pure like physical athleticism. As of, as opposed to f- like a technical skill like throwing a baseball at ninety five miles per hour or hitting a baseball when it's being thrown at you at ninety five miles per hour or in soccer like kicking a ball a certain way to be yeah. able to make it like that's a technical skill you, not anyone can go do that and I'm not saying not anyone can get on um, and go and be a receiver but it's way easier for a baseball player to be a receiver than it would be than it would be for a receiver to go be a good baseball player. So I agree. I thought I thought initially you had the opposite look. No, I'm sorry. That's why I, was I like, probably misspoke. I think you might have. Yeah. You said it'd be easier for a football player to be a baseball player. So that's why I was like, oh, there's no That's way. what you I said think, I think, yeah, so I meant that opposite. I'm I'm saying that it's way easier for people to be – Football. In pos- certain positions, obviously. Right, there yeah. are some positions, good luck. Like, unless you're built like a freaking center block, you're not O-line. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh, here's the thing with the NFL is the gap between the people who are just super fundamentally sound and the people who are freak athletes, I think, shrinks every single draft. Because in today's day and age, with the tra- you have people who – the tra- absolutely, thank you. We I was know say some. That. So Trevor Lawrence, for instance, if he ain't one, he's two because Joe Burrow is Joe the man. Going number one. Well, Trevor Lawrence won't declare. I'm not talking about he's draft. not declaring next year. Yeah, he, so Trevor Lawrence he will go play. number one quarterback next absolutely. year. Absolutely. He he and Deshaun Watson went to the same high school. Deshaun Watson was at Clemson because he graduated before him. I knew about Trevor Lawrence the same time I knew about Deshaun Watson because these high school kids are so good. They're they're uh what's the word? They're they're available. And they're, they're being broadcasted more they, because they of social stuff. media and and they see stuff year round. So these quarterbacks who are freak athletes, they're also seeing seven on seven year round. So they're also developing all the technical stuff. So th- they're not just freak athletes anymore. Is what I'm trying to say. The gap of they're one or the other isn't. It's not like well, that. Well, they're much. trained up athletes. Like from the, uh, do you feel like people are starting to dedicate their children's lives to being um, potential athletes more? Uh, I think I think it's always been the case, but now we're just there's more opportunities. You know what I mean? Think about right what now. About? Also, you got the Canadian Football League, yeah. the XFL. There was the whatever that flopped this past year. Yeah, that did flop. That, but like, and then you have um, overseas with basketball. Yep. Mm-hmm. You have minor league teams. About you have like two or three minor league teams in baseball. You have like. I mean, what? Uh, the, what's the, America's number one pastime? Sports, yeah, it, sports. It doesn't matter what sport, and it the keeps growing. I mean, growing, we, growing. we, everyone in this room knows families of people that have like trained their kids to look like Greek gods and could be freak athletes. Like, yeah. whether or not their kids pursue it is on them, but they definitely have the capability to go. I, in my opinion, pretty far with it. You think I know uh, probably five active soccer players? Honestly, no, I don't. But when the World Cup comes around, I'm gonna watch it just because. In America, that's that's the thing. Watch sports, you know, and yeah, and so. just spend all your time watching Speak, sports. Speaking of watching sports, we got a big game coming up tomorrow. Um, 
<laughs> we got a big game coming up tomorrow. Um, hold on. We got a big game coming up tomorrow. Uh, it, <laughs> is the, dog, sorry, yeah. <laughs> it is the uh, national championship uh, between the LSU Tigers and the Clemson Tigers. It is in New Orleans. Uh, not really sure what time, but I really, I think it's going to be and just a slug. Fa- like it's going to be a just. 75 plus combined points. It, it like if you're really? if you see the point spread, you go the pl- you go the over. Yeah. I think. Wow. Because it if def- if LSU's defense decides to have one of those games, Trevor Lawrence is going to put up 40 plus. If he just so if Kerry Vincent's on the field, Trevor Lawrence is going to look his way. Oh uh, god. I'm hating on the 409. I'm sorry, but uh, he ain't the, he ain't that good compared <laughs> to other LSU corners. If we're being honest. I mean, well, you got to think you got. Grant Delpit, you have Derek Stingley, Derek Stingley, Christian Fulton, like you have a bunch of just banana DBs on that team, and then like their defense is primed to not give up any points. Basically, what they they shut the shit out of Georgia and Oklahoma. Yeah, they shut them down, which allowed Joe Burrow to give his. Jordan, do do. <laughs> okay. Called it. All right. Uh, but I think that game's going to be really good. If it, and I've thought about this. If both teams play at their best ability, LSU wins by two or three touchdowns. Two or three yes. touchdowns. Yes. You can't stop their offense if they're playing at their best ability. How's the running back? And Is he back? He's like fully. Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Yeah, he fully fu- ready he to filled go. It, he hurt his hamstring, and then. Uh, during the week between um, Georgia and Oklahoma, yeah, and then played three snaps in the Oklahoma game. And Joe Burrow already had three touchdowns, yeah. probably. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he had eight to end it, but which is insane. Yeah, uh, and so he healed his hamstring that, and then had two weeks off for the natty. He said he's hundred percent ready to go. Sweet. Okay. And so, so and then, but he's huge. on the contrary, yeah, he's like five. I think he's like five nine or something. Oh no, I didn't mean like. No, but he's literally. big, son. Is like, he? Like he's a stout dude. He's um, uh, Darren Sproles is what they're like. This really to like do like a Darren Sproles or a Mark Ingram. It's like short, stocky kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the other side of the field, you got Tra- Travis Etienne, who's Clemson's running back, who's a man, just pure athleticism and like. He's a game changer. Hey, speaking of running, did you know Trevor Lawrence had wheels like that? I mean, he's long and lanky. If he can yeah, get it going, so that's actually Gavin. You're I know long it's a, and lanky. Hmm. And you run. He's like six like four. You just no, he's how six to run six. The other day, is he, he six six? He's six six. I look. I know it's a different conversation. Probably closer to the draft. I I know he's obviously one of the best prospects. Like in our lifetime, honestly, he's a man, and he has been for years. He's gonna be really good. He's undefeated. But in he's college. Six, six. If you can name me a quarterback better than Joe Flacco that was that tall, I'll give you some money because there's not many of them. Look at – usually they're not good because their delivery time, their release time takes yeah. so long. When Dude, you're he long. throws the ball like a absolute rocket. coming. Oh, like it, it, he he might throws be the, the ball so hard that 
like I think their receivers like we had to. T- it takes a lot of time to get used to how fast he throws the ball. Do you I'll, think he probably has one of the strongest arms? Oh, there's no uh, in doubt the about in it. the draft he in next year's it. draft in this year's draft if he would have in declared, the country right now he's got the strongest. Yeah. Arm. The and, dude and, throws the ball. It's, a, it's an absolute ca- like literally a cannon. So it's I saw scary. Uh, I watched a video of Dabo Sweeney actually, uh, and he was saying that I think it was Trevor's junior year in high school. You know they had a camp, a bunch of kids mm-hmm. came. And everyone's, you know, like I said, I knew about Trevor Lawrence well before he got into Clemson. A lot of people did. And the Elite 11 and all that good stuff. So Dabo Sweeney said he would have, have to go into the lines because everyone wanted to catch it from him. You know, that's, that's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. He's, he's a big deal. He'd be like Jalen Hurts for our area, you know, because he played at Channel View. But um, so he said he'd have to go in the line and say, no, 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 you can't catch from this guy because he was like actually yeah. nervous and scared. These kids were going to, they weren't wearing helmets. That's what he said. That I was scared Trevor the was dude, going to hurt them. He throws the ball like it's like I've never seen it like that. Some some combine, and he, but he and it's quick. It's not he doesn't have a slow release time. He throws the ball quick. That's what I'm saying. So he might be the one exception, but I'm 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 anxious to see how he does in the NFL as far as getting rid of the ball. It's going to be awesome because the most recent one in history that we saw just I mean absolutely lose it was Brock Osweiler. He was like six 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 seven. Oh, he was a monster dang. release time. Really I could have walked the ball to the receiver. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> Before he, poor guy. It was it was bad. So that was that's the one thing. Is this I, is just I one of those so games where him. like last year I wanted him to be so much better. Than oh, you're he a was. Texans fan, I'm sure. I, not even not even diehard. This is just, just enough that I was like, oh man. This is one of those games where it it is so close on playmakers. Yes. Because last year, if you would have said going into that game, Tua was the better quarterback. Shit the bed. But he was the better quarterback going into the national championship sort of injured, against, but absolutely, but against Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was a f- true freshman. Tua had proved he can win a national championship. He goes out there and just lost it. Okay. This year you have two stud, five star, all star, first round pick in the draft quarterbacks, who you got the Heisman winner Joe Burrow, who will go number one overall this year, who holds like. Infinity amount of records this I'm, year. He's having the best statistical quarterback season in like the NCAA. He is, and then I'm waiting for yeah. the Bengals to go ahead and declare him the starter for Week One. Yeah, of next because oh he's gonna he, he should <laughs> they should already <laughs> say look we haven't drafted him yet he's gonna be the Week One starter and he's from Ohio. Yeah. So how I'm coming home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, that, was good. that was nice. Yeah, you like that? But, good um, touch. But okay, so. This game is going to come down to defense, obviously. Joe Burrow is going to get his 40, I think. I think he's going to go three or four touchdowns, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. But you got to add in Thaddeus Moss, who's their tight end. Because I also saw that two years ago when Clemson and Alabama played, Clemson did an incredible job on Alabama's skill players and their receivers, left uh, O.J. Howard, Alabama's tight end, ran that game. Because they just kind of, that was the crink. That was the, the little – thing that they kind of, I guess, forgot about or they didn't put that much emphasis on. And so Alabama Tua took advantage of it. And it's going to be one of those games where on the offensive side, it's like, okay, they scored. Let's see what the defense can do. That's all it's going to be is the defense is going to have to step up. If our DBs can step up, if if they can corral, if the linebackers and the D-line can corral and put pressure on Trevor Lawrence – I think LSU has better playmakers, in my opinion, but I do think that Clemson's pedigree comes into play, where their coaching has been there, done that. Trevor Lawrence, been there, done that. 25-0 since he's been there. Yeah, hasn't lost a game. 
I think he's 29 and 0. He's 29? Yeah, he's, he won 15 one year and 14 the other. Insane. This year. And it's just, oh, dude. It's, it, so, I've been right a couple times about them where I, I knew they were going to throttle Oklahoma. That wasn't going to be close. I knew they were going to beat Georgia by two or three touchdowns because Jake Fromm is ass. So this game is different, though. Oh, yeah. So I think what it's going to boil down to is the coach quarterback combo. If you, I, uh, I'm going to admit I was terribly wrong. I thought Ohio State had it in the bag. I, I thought, thought they, they should have. When you have, Chase, totally shouldn't have. They had two of the top five players in the nation. That's not arguable, I don't think. When you no. have Justin Fields and J.K. Chase Dobbins, Chase Young, and Justin Fields, no, you should have won Chase the game. Young, shut down. Yeah, I've never they doubled. T- oh, and then so uh, with that, with that being said, I had them, and so obviously I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> what happened? I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, you okay. got me all sidetracked now. Sorry, go. But no, so I think it's gonna be a quarterback coach combo. Who can game plan better for the other? Because so with the Ohio State game. They jumped out, punched Clemson in the mouth. Real early. Was it a sixteen to nothing? No, yeah, it was sixteen to zero going into halftime. The this is it. This is where all games are decided. The last four of the first half, and the first four of the second half. Who outplays now? Mm-hmm. If it's the LSU no, Oklahoma no, no, because, game, no, where because you're that already makes up. sense. Yeah, because LSU was up thirty-three to six against Alabama. Yeah, going into halftime, Alabama came out, smoked them in the third quarter. It's because they just came out, smoked him in the mouth, came back. It was like thirty-eight to or forty to thirty or something. Like that. Mer- I can't even remember, but they came back in the third quarter. Do you remember the year the Warriors had this daunted third quarter uh, statistics? Yeah. It was it, crazy. Like it was just what they were doing in the third quarter yeah. was you didn't hope to stop them. And I know this has said a lot. You just said, I, I, "We hope we slow we, them down. We gotta do something in the first half to where we can minimal. Let's hope they don't score thirty points yeah. this quarter." Over. What are you talking about? It was like 45. See, it was something, like, yeah, insane amount. 30 points in a quarter isn't even that unheard of. They were scoring like 40-plus points and shooting 75% from three so in the third quarter. Clemson's the same way, and Dabo said it after the Ohio State game, I believe. He said, that's where we win. The last four of the first half and the first four of the second half. Mm-hmm. I think LSU, if they win the tip, or tip, idiot. If they win the fl- if they <laughs> win toss. the coin toss, they get the ball. They're gonna go out and smoke them in the mouth. That's just what Ed O'Dron does. That's what he did. I think against Georgia, he was like, "Yeah, we'll take the ball. Go down, smoke them in the mouth, set but the tone for the game." With no, that I think Jake Fromm actually got the ball first. My fault. But that being said, that goes back to like I said, they were down 16-0 against yeah. Ohio State, the number two ranked team. Now, well, here's the thing: LSU. Ohio State was also down to Wisconsin, like. 14-16-0, and then they came out and smoked in the second half. And that's coaching. I think when, when you get down – Yeah, adjustments. Absolutely. I think that's 100% coaching. And that's why I think – Who are the best two players on either team? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Joe Lawrence. Burrow. and Well, Trevor Lawrence and then the running back, Travis Etienne, and then on the offensive side and the other side, it's – Well, I meant just the two best players yeah, in the game. Yeah, it's the quarterback. It's the quarterbacks. And when that's the case, if, if you have a great quarterback and you have a great coach, you typically win the game. But – both these teams have probably the two best quarterbacks in the nation, and they have two of the best coaches in the nation. It's not like news that LSU is more battle tested. Yeah, oh they no, are, they've not. been there, done that. They have six wins of top ten t- ranked teams, which is the most out of any team in history. Mm-hmm. And L- Clemson. I think and Joe Burrow's a dog. Two or three. Joe Burrow's ridiculous. We, we have to say that every chance we get because he is the man. Yeah. 
And I don't even like. And I'm obviously I'm a big LSU fan, but like that dude's ridiculous. I I read something where they they had some. This goes back to just the enhanced training that we have in modern day. They have these glasses, and you put them on. And I guess I assume it's something similar to virtual reality, where it's all you see, and it, it's an eye test and your reaction test. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow was like in the one percentile, right? I I don't know what you're talking about to be honest with you. Well, is it one or one hundred? I don't know. No, it's the one percent. Yeah, yeah. He was like ninety-nine percentile. One hundred. Yeah, no one else was around him. They did the whole team. No one was even close. Like he, everyone was like, "Whoa, who is this guy? What? How did he just do that?" He was. He came in third in rankings in the Ohio State Mister Ohio's Mister Football his sophomore year in in high school. That's crazy. You know who won it? Wait, Ohio. Mitch Trubisky. Oh God! <laughs> hey, don't forget Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson both drafted yeah. after him. Yeah, but yeah, I think this game's going to be insane. I think. What, do you have any word on that, Pierce? Do you I, have any? I do not. I'm, I'm not even like in a comfortable enough position to make any sort of like prediction or anything like that. I'm just. I think I'm more excited. Just it's to just going to be a good just to see who's going to show up and who's going to show out. It's going to be a good. I agree. I think it's game. gonna it's gonna be a knockdown drag out. Too. Yeah. I'm excited to see some some roughness. Um, you wanna? So we can kind of we'll flash back to NFL, make some picks, go back to the Natty, make okay. some picks, and we can do it out. Um, you wanna kind of talk about the NFL real quick, like the l- final few, and then give your picks on who would win, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, like I said before this started, when the Chiefs were getting slaughtered, I. I and I said initially from the beginning, Andy Reid historically off a of bye win. I mean, I'm sorry, off a of bye week. He's he's unheard of. His statistics are crazy. But he also is sub 500 in the playoffs. I had them coming in winning. I'm not saying by three scores or nothing, but I thought they would control the game, and that is that is not the case so far. Um, however, Andy Reid versus Bill O'Brien. I think that right there is that's it. Yeah, that's the matchup. Um, Andy Reid is so right now it's twenty four twenty one Houston yeah. six minutes left in the second quarter who do you think is going to pull it out Oh it's it's Kansas City I agree it's it's and they I, had their chance to knock them out and then Houston I think turned it over a You're going to go into halftime with if oh my god I think no, Houston he just fumbled okay no, he, he was down he, he was, was down. down You're going to go into halftime one possession game when you were up two I uh, know three mm-hmm. it was twenty one nothing it was twenty four to nothing it was so twenty four nothing You're going to let Andy Reid he's already made adjustments obviously because it's yeah. twenty one to twenty four now. You have the best player remaining. Granted, that depends on where you put Russell Wilson. I think Aaron Rodgers is awesome, but this year has not been an Aaron Rodgers-esque year. Um, so, but I'll get to that when I get to the Seattle-Green Bay game. So going off of this one, I'll wrap this game up. I think the Chiefs have the best player remaining that is currently playing in the playoffs in mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes. There's no doubt about it. I think it's, it's, it's insane. So I think they'll go on to win this game. They'll meet. Tennessee Titans, and what I think I took away from the Titans game, and obviously Derrick Henry is the the focal point of their offense. He's rushed it 30-plus times the last two games, both games over 175 yards. Yeah. That is crazy to think I about. I thought it was 180. It may be. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like 190 and probably like 180-something, mm-hmm. so maybe. But 30-plus carries in each game, and then I'm sure he had a catch or a few catches each. So he he's threw probably, a pass last night. Yeah, he threw a touchdown. Then he, he <laughs> had as many passing touchdowns as Lamar Jackson. Um, so so you, I think if, – If the Chiefs win – let's say if the Chiefs win, you got who in oh, the Titans-Chiefs game? 
It's it's the Chiefs. Okay, and if the Texans win, who do you have in the Titans? Texans. Man, mm. that, so they split. Ooh. Yeah, no, so they they won two one. Uh, Texans won two games versus the Titans this year. Three. Yeah. No, no. So they they're both in the AFC South. So they play twice. They'll play twice a year. Oh, until so they split. It. I, yeah, I'm okay, pretty sure they split. This will be the third time. It'll be in Houston, and Houston mm-hmm. has more talent. With that being said, when you play a team like Tennessee, you have to be so well disciplined on defense. So you can put, if you watch, New England did this when they played Tennessee, but they did it too late. They they put a linebacker in the A gap, which the A gap is just the hole in between the center and the guard of the offensive line, you know? Mm-hmm. So just right next to the ball. You'll put a linebacker in the A gap and because Derrick Henry was averaging, I think like eight yards a carry or something wild mm-hmm. in in the beginning of that game. Like every time he touched the ball, you can probably chalk up a first down. It was something like I've never seen before. But so. the problem with that is, and I watched Baltimore do it last night, when you stuff the middle, your edge guys have to be well coached and they have to be mm. they have to be very um I, I lost the word. They have to be well disciplined. Disciplined. Well disciplined <laughs> to not crash. Because if you crash and Derek Keener gets to the outside of you, like I said, he runs a four or five. If he gets his stride going, you're you're not yeah. gonna catch him for thirty, forty yards if you catch him. So, so do you think the Titans at all you think would maybe make it to the if they did, the I wouldn't be blown away. His okay. coaching, I, I mean, I've but said it a who lot. do you think would win the Super Bowl? Is going to so win the right Super now? I have Bowl. the Chiefs going to the AFC. We go to the NFC side. Um, who's remaining? We have the 49ers. 49ers, which Seahawks and uh, uh, the Packers. It, so the uh, I guess I'm taking the easy way out on both AFC and NFC. I think the 49ers, regardless of who wins the Seattle Green Bay game, go on. You think um, so? 49ers are going really? because their front. Defensive line, they have like five first round picks on the defense, defensive line. Mm-hmm. You only have four defensive linemen, you know, at, at yeah. a play. So their depth is crazy. They have good secondary. They have excellent coaching. A few years ago, Matt Ryan won MVP, went to the Super Bowl. They choked it to the Patriots. But Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Yeah. He left. Falcons, who are they? I don't know anymore. He's at the 49ers. They're the number one seed. They're hosting, you know, they're going to the NFC Championship. Kyle Shanahan is the real deal as a coach. Okay. So I think I take him over Seattle or Green Bay. They throttled Green Bay this year, but I think it was like by thirty points. Mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't even close. Uh, yeah. And then now Seattle, they're both in the NFC West, so a division game is a little closer. So um, you think maybe the Forty ers might get a chip this year? So who who's your Super Bowl picks? I pick. G- give me something. I, Super Bowl picks. I mean, like who's going and who's winning? I think Kansas City goes. Kansas City beats. The the Niners, it's gonna be. I was gonna. Wow. And it's and it's gonna be. I think it'd be a pretty high scoring game with as good as Forty ers team is. <laughs> a, defense is. The Chiefs defense is really good. They can get after the quarterback. Chris Jones, he missed some games. I'm not sure how many. He missed some games. He had like nine sacks, and then they had oh Frank Clark. He also missed games, and he had eight sacks. So they're coming back. They're getting healthy. The perfect time. Um, they'll have home field over whoever if they win this game. Texans are playing really well, but I think they'll pull it out. If they win this game, I think they'll. I know they'll have home field advantage over whoever wins the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, no, it's gonna be Tennessee. So you think y'all clip that and y'all? So you think Kansas City might right. get themselves a Super Bowl? Congratulations right. to Kansas City. Uh, you're going to your first Super Bowl in like yeah. 50 years, I think. Wow. I, I'm yeah, that's what Nick Wright tweeted. Yeah, Nick Wright tweeted yeah. that, and I could not agree more. <laughs> wow. All right. So okay, we oh. can switch over. That's being recorded, and we're definitely gonna bring that we'll up. We'll clip it. Don't embarrass me when I'm, I'm completely wrong. Because I also thought Baltimore was the real deal. I also did too. I, I thought Ohio I thought State thro- was the real deal. I thought they were gonna <laughs> throttle Tennessee. Dang. But so I'm wrong a lot. But 
<laughs> I'm confident and in my picks. We, we'll natty. switch over to end it off. We'll switch over to the natty. Um, Pierce, do you have any input on that on a pick? You don't even have to give it. I just want a name. I think I already. I think I know give what you're gonna no, pick. No. I think I know what you're gonna pick. I because I th- of yeah. I need to hear. I, actually, look. I need to hear a few more pros pros and cons on this because I'm still so undecided. Like my my gut wants to go. Like I want to go LSU, but I'm I'm just on the fence still. I think I don't know. That I I mean, as a diehard LSU fan, it's hard to pick because I th- I still think L- I still think Clemson. I think is I'm just I'm gonna give it to Clemson. I don't I want it, I don't were. want it to be true. The reason we're, we're on the fence is, and like Gavin said, the battle tested. Who is? I understand they they beat Ohio State. And Ohio State should have won. They should have won. Ohio State should have won. I, Keep going. I'm just but they I'm didn't. expecting so they LSU. Didn't I'm expecting LSU to really like show up for this. And, and I'm just here, play and they're hard. saying that they're not even like. I mean, obviously every team's gonna say it, but like they're not at full potential. Like they said, like we're. I don't think we're not satisfied. Like we're not satisfied with how we're playing. Justin Jefferson was saying like. Our offense hasn't even been as high as it can be. Now who's the best receiver in the nation? Real quick. We'll Jamar Chase. For sure. Over Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's really good, but look at stats and look at our one-on-one, their game. I think Jamar Chase is better. Justin Jefferson. Okay. Jerry Judy is in the top three. It's yeah. Jerry Judy. <laughs> yeah. It's Jerry Judy, um, Jamar Chase, and, and uh, Oklahoma. Um, what's his name? Oh, Jesus. I oh, we cannot think about this guy. He's a stud. What no, no, no. He's like the guy. He's what Oklahoma's I? receiver. Someone. C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Yeah, yeah. Those are the top three. Yeah. And I think they can go either game. C.D. Lamb's missed more games, so it's hard to put him above anybody. He missed a couple games this year. Yeah. Jamar Chase won the Blitkinoff Blitkinoff award for uh, wide receivers, best wide receiver in the nation. I think it goes to Jamar Chase, but Jerry Judy's an absolute stud of a receiver. But Austin – you want to go ahead and give your final thoughts on that game? LSU has done too much this year for me to go against them. Honestly, I've been okay. rooting. I've not been rooting for Ohio State, but I I really thought Ohio State was the best team in the nation. They made me look dumb, um, so I'm not gonna let LSU make me look dumb and me go against them. I think they, it's got to be LSU. They. I, I really here's the to thing. Be, I just, LSU, it's the team of destiny. Think of look back to next last year against the Washington Nationals. Had no business winning the the it's the in World Louisiana. Series. Yeah, it's in New. Here's the thing: they've the last four national championships that LSU has played in has been in New Orleans. The last four. No way. Yeah, won two of them. I, so, yeah, but that's I mean that doesn't. That oh, doesn't that's no, 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 no. They've won two out of four. Yeah, this no, is no, no, different. That's nothing. That doesn't. That doesn't. Make I know, me but this is different. This year's different. Okay, but they are undefeated. Every year's been they have they the have the clout? Heisman winner. They have the first Heisman winner in sixty years. The clout. I, I they they you. they are the they have a Louisiana gut, born and raised coach is Ed Orgeron. I'm not trying to disagree to an extreme. Like obviously, well, whatever happens, happens. For picking right. Clemson at all. I I like I said, I want to pick LSU, but my gut, like if if I had to put money on it, if I was like putting my livelihood onto this. I'd go with Clemson I'm for going some with, reason. I'm going with Joe Burrow's offense. I go with making LSU a stand. just because Clemson hasn't done enough. I've this seen year. What, yeah, They've yeah. done enough overall, but this yeah. year. This year. You lose people, though. The last year in the draft, I think they had They wouldn't three. be in the playoffs if it wasn't for a missed two-point conversion by North Carolina. They had three, I think, either three or four, defensive linemen go in the first round of the draft. Mm-hmm. Clemson re- did. Yeah. They breathe so they, they, people over they, there. They, they breed people, but they also lost a lot, and obviously they didn't lose enough. Yeah. To their defense make them is bad. really good. Their offense is insane. 
Like I said, it's going to come down to defense, who can make the most stands, who can make the most big plays. LSU makes a big play. New Orleans goes up in flames. I think LSU runs away by 10 points. Who steals a possession? You know what I mean? Who it's going to be Derek Stingley on a, long, on a long pass. He's going to make a play on it. Who's going to do the it. fake punt? Who's going to go for it on fourth down and steal a possession? Clemson. They did it last week. I think they did it last oh, well, yeah, time. No, I think no, no, that's no, a that's team a good, that's that wins. That's a good question. Who's, who's ballsier? Clemson. Yeah. And well, no, no, maybe, no, 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 no. They're ballsier on, like, trick plays. LSU will just go fourth and four. All right. And then we'll let us go for it. Where – like that's that's being confident. Like risky plays, I think Clemson will like fourth and fourth and three on like the fifty instead of punting it in, on the, in the second quarter. Their own territory. They, yeah, something. they'll hike. Like they'll fake they'll punt. go for it, or they'll fake punt it, or or they'll fake, or they'll go for it on whatever. And they should kick a field goal just to make a statement. I think, I think Clemson has better coaching in this situation. Not saying they have better coaching overall. Well, but they, I think which they, they do. Well, you got. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> Steve Insminger, Joe Brady on the offensive side, Orgeron, and then you got uh, Dave Aranda on the defensive side. I think LSU wins in New Orleans. I think it's a team of destiny, in my opinion, the way they beat Texas, the way they beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. You couldn't script I, it any better. I, I think, I think, and it's in New Orleans. Heisman winner. Heisman winner, first 60 years from going – to having one 300-yard game last year against Texas A&M in a seven-overtime game to averaging like 350 to 400 yards a game this year. Biggest turnaround like ever. If there was a most improved player, for sure he would have won it. I think LSU wins. It's going to be a great game. I think everybody listening to this should watch it, whether you're a big college sports fan or not. It's going to be quality television. And um, go Tigers. Hey, with all that, with him oh, saying, go, go, oh no, G- go Tigers! G E A U X Tigers! Goo Tigers! Don't let Gavin fool y'all. He was a die-hard TCU it's just fan. Not a true statement at all. He was one hundred percent a TCU <laughs> fan in high school. Shut up! It was great. It's not Wait, true no, that's, at all. that's on the Jace podcast. <laughs> you admitted that. He did admit that. No, I said I was a TCU fan. I wasn't die-hard. Shout out nah. Trayvon Boykin. Trayvon Boykin. Okay, hey, and then, one uh, last question before we sign off, Austin. As I think should start being tradition. You believe in aliens? How are they not? Yes or no? What define like a little? No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. extra. Yeah. All right, and we're gonna right, end it sweet. there. Sweet, There's no doubt about it. And um, I appreciate you, Austin, so much. I knew you would have insane conversations about these topics, so I figured we'd get this out. Um, like I said, I think you guys should pay attention to these playoffs, and then uh, pay attention to the national championship game. Um, Pierce, thank you, like always. Yes, Austin, sir. thank you so much, as always. Had a great and time, we'll see man. you thank guys you. next time. Thank you for listening.